0: Today with Joe Nash on live ninety five with Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you.
1: Tesco, every little helps. How many of you have been added to a WhatsApp group without being asked? It could be a chat for work, your child's school, or even a local sports team. One click of a button, and suddenly everyone in the group has your number. Last week, the GEA reiterated an advisory warning to groups not to use WhatsApp to communicate due to data protection and consent concerns. Is being added to a group chat a breach of your GDPR rights? Deputy Data Protection Commissioner Graham Doyle joins me on the line first thing on the Limerick Today show this Monday morning. And good morning to you, Graham. How are you? Good morning, Joe. I'm good, thanks. Thanks very much for having me on the show. You're very welcome. So, is being added to a group chat on WhatsApp without being asked a breach of GDPR or not?
0: It's not as straightforward as a yes or no answer, uh, Joe. So if I can just maybe um, just go back over a little bit of what you just said there in terms of the GAA um, decision last week. So Kelly Cunningham, who's actually the Data Protection Officer for the GAA, did a lot of work last week on um, national airwaves, and she was talking about this issue. And one of the points that she was making is that from their perspective, when they were conducting an assessment as to the risks posed within the GAA for, for the use of this WhatsApp uh, group chat, she was looking at more than just data protection issues. So you you've mentioned the consent issue, and I'll, I'll deal with that now in a second. But Kelly was mentioning the fact that what they were also looking at, they were looking at other areas. They were, she was saying that they had concerns, actually, in relation to the possible posting of unsuitable material into these WhatsApp groups, so it's actually about the content med- moderation, um, more so than the consent issue that she had the concern with. She was saying, like, if an individual was to was to post something into one of these group chats, and then they removed themselves at some point in time, well, you know, they could have posted some um, material that shouldn't be going up there, and it, and it and it would be left there. But if I go back to the just to the consent issue, so in data protection terms. And you were talking there a, a little a short while ago when you were mentioning about family chats, et etc so just give a couple of examples. I myself personally have uh, i have a couple of group chats set up um I've got one with my family i've got one with my friends and under data protection terms they actually Fall under what's known as the household exemption, which means that data protection doesn't actually apply. So it's accepted that I have a group chat that myself, my wife, my daughter, and um, a couple of others are in. So you know it's expected that that's a household um, exemption issue. So
1: well, does that stretch doesn't... to first cousins, uncles, aunts, or? Yeah, look,
0: yeah, exactly, yeah, and and even even the the one that I have set up with my group of pals that would be considered to be uh, fall under household exemption. Now. Common sense does have to kick in as well, Joe. If for some reason one of my pals said, I want to be removed from that group, but they should be f- removed from the group. And equally, if, if, if for some reason my daughter wants to be removed, she should be removed as well.
1: And uh, sorry, um, when you said the exemption, is that uh, only uh, under GDPR? Because obviously if somebody even within the family or the wider family or your pals says something libelous and it sits up there, then there is an argument under libel law, isn't there?
0: Absolutely. Uh, but, but see, again, this is where you're moving outside of uh, the yes. database protection sphere. Yes. It's not just under GDPR, in fact, no. The household exemption has been around for a number of years now under data protection, in data protection terms. Um, but when you move it on then, I suppose, to the situation that, we're, that I'm, I'm, you call, asked me to come on air about in relation to the GAA. So when an organisation is processing data, and this is what's happening here, uh, WhatsApp processes this data um, in the sense that we are all, we're, we're up and we have our group chats there. The big thing that comes in that you mentioned is consent. Now, as I say, WhatsApp have made the decision to um, – or sorry, the GAA have made the decision to remove this this facility or to ask people not to use this facility on grounds beyond just consent. As I say, they're talking about content medera- moderation. But, again, if you use the consent issue – so, again, another example, my uh, my son plays with a soccer team, and, again, I'm, I'm very mindful on Limerick Live. I know from experience you've got the likes of Pike Rovers and Fairview Rangers down there. So, you know, you, you'll have soccer teams where managers like my son's team – They want to set up a group chat for the parents to let them know when training is, when games are on, etc. So how we've dealt with it at our club is um, the manager manager at the start of the season, when he's signing the players and the parents are filling in registration forms, he has an additional form where he just says to the parents, look, we're going to be setting up this group chat as part of it. We'll be just giving you updates on training, soccer matches, etc. Don't want anything Put up, put into the chat other than this football related stuff and letting them know that, by the way, we'll all see one another's um, contact details and whatever profile picture you have up there. And just to sign this form if you consent to doing so. And we've never, the, the three years I've been involved, we've never had an issue. And um, no parent has ever said he didn't want to sign up. But if they did, what you'd have to do is make sure they're they're not in that group chat and that you can just communicate directly with them.
1: But the difficulty with that is they could easily find themselves outside the circle.
0: Well, but that's a, that's a decision, like, outside the circle in terms of not in that group chat, if that's the decision that they want to make, but they would still be receiving all of the information that everybody else would receive because it would be just done in a, in a different way. But again, I suppose, Joe, the issue here is that the power lies with the individual themselves that that individual is the one who's making the informed decision as to whether they are willing to consent or not now in terms of whatsapp i also understand from from whatsapp themselves that they have made a number of changes um on the platform in relation around this kind of control for for users so they've introduced um they built in a kind of a group privacy setting. So what this means is that at a really granular, granular level, you or I can go into our WhatsApp account and we can decide who we would allow add us to a group. Um, and in addition then, they have a second thing, that, it's called a group invitation link. So what I would say, I think this is really important if, pe- if there are people out there are looking to set up these groups, whether it's a football team or not, um, and they're, they're concerned about the consent element, this group invitation link is really important because when you set that up, so let's say you're setting up a group, Joe, and you want to invite me to the group. With this group invitation link, I get I get the link from you and I must actually consent on WhatsApp to allow you to add me to the group in the first place. So it's not a matter of you just adding me to a
1: group. But, but that's only if you've used the special setting
0: that is it yeah, it's, it's the it's the within the the whatsapp itself um it's the the group um the group what's it called group privacy setting is what it's called um, so, again, that's part, of, that's part of what we're doing, um, part of me being on air here with you today, again, is just raising awareness for people that these, these yeah. um, privacy settings and these controls are there
1: for individuals. Right. Um, um, we're talking to Graham Doyle, who is the Deputy Data Protection Commissioner, about WhatsApp groups. It seems to me, Graham, that the person setting up the group is one of the most exposed in all of this.
0: Absolutely, like the person who's setting up the group, the group administrator, they need to make sure, and that's why I go back to the example with my own son's football team, the football manager in those circumstances is the person who has the responsibility because he's the one who's setting the group up in the first instance. So actually putting a process in place such as this consent process with parents is really, really important on a number of fronts. Number one, it gives the control, as I said earlier, to the parents themselves when deciding, but equally it, it gives the protection for the administrator that he or she, depending on the circumstances, he or she is setting out what the, the rules pretty much, the rules of engagement for our, um, for the use yeah. of the tool. And,
1: but what can you do? And again, I know you're going to say to me, well, Joe, that moves beyond the pure mm. issue of um, protection of, of information under GDPR. But what does the person setting up a WhatsApp group do if content goes on it? That is actually inappropriate. And by that I mean, if somebody says something on this radio station that's inappropriate, the individual has a certain level of responsibility. But the broadcaster, the same in a newspaper, the Mm. publisher has very specific legal responsibilities as well. So does Mm. the person setting up the WhatsApp group have responsibility for the wrong type of content going on to the group? And isn't it the case that they can't really get rid of that content?
0: Yeah, I suppose you you, you touched on a, a number of different issues there, and, and as you said at the outset in, in terms of data protection, quite many of them are, are outside of the, the data protection realms. However... Um, In terms of, I suppose your starting point is if somebody puts something up that's inappropriate, and it depends on the level of inappropriateness, if it's an inappropriate joke, let's say, um, the first thing I'd be doing is, as the administrator, looking for the person to remove it straight away, getting it down. However, if if it's something, and and this happens, I I read something recently in the media um, in the UK of an incident whereby um, a very well-decorated police officer in the UK had had... um, Something shared with her um, from a member of a family in a, in a WhatsApp group um, and hadn't even accessed uh, the, the evidence, showed that they hadn't even accessed the material itself. But um, from the still footage, it was a video of some sort, and the still footage of the video before you actually press play showed some form of abuse to a child. Now, the purpose of it being sent, I understand, um, to the, the, the former police officer was to make the point. That this is this is an issue of concern, something that needs to be looked at. However, what happened in these circumstances was a case was actually taken against the police officer, and the police officer was um, was, was was taken to court and was found guilty of not actually reporting the information that was on the WhatsApp group, even though the individual hadn't even looked at it. So, in terms of, as an admin and in terms of your roles and responsibilities, absolutely, if something is posted to any group, to a group and you are part of that group and it's something of an illegal nature, there is an expectation um, on you that you are reporting that to, to the appropriate authorities.
1: Right. Okay. Um, well, that, that is a very concerning story, I'm sure, for lots of people listening uh, this morning. We're talking to Graham Doyle, Deputy Data Protection Commissioner. And so
0: I if, I could, if I could add, you, sorry for cutting across, if I could just add there though in terms of the actual platforms themselves they also have a role in all of this and the platforms have teams um, and those teams are looking at moder- content uh, moderation as well so there are times when you will see, and I'm sure many of the users will see it, not just through these group chats, but it could be, say, a, fi- a Facebook page. And next of all, you you look at you look at a page, and there's something there. And the next time you go in, you'll see that the page is being deleted. Yeah. Um, so they have teams within right. the platform.
1: But, but the bottom line, though, is that the, the GA's data protection officer is saying to GA clubs in Limerick and around the country, stop using WhatsApp group chats. In all circumstances. So that's the GEA, but people listening here, you know, within schools, uh, within parishes, within other sports clubs, as you pointed out, should they not be taking their lead from the GEA? You know, the the biggest sporting organisation in the country, uh, present in just about every parish in the country, and not going near these WhatsApp groups. It's just too dangerous.
0: Well, I suppose, Joe, it's like everything, um, it's context-driven. And the GAA have made um, a call based on, as I said at the outset, the risk assessment they've carried out. But it's more than just the... the like the situation with my football team whereby we know that we're only putting out these small bits of information the GAA um, the concern that that Kelly Cunningham expressed last week is in relation to the actual content so my understanding is there may be occasions where they would be sending off um, personal information about children from one club to another club in in advance of a football match and I, I, I don't know whether there may be even occasions where there may be photographs that would be, would be shared and they're looking to, they've set up their own platform for the GAA themselves to do. So again, it's context-driven. I wouldn't want to be saying, putting fear out there. Can I give
1: you an example, right? Let's, you know these WhatsApp groups in parishes where uh, people are being asked to uh, watch out for possible criminal behaviour? You know, Mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, um, those ones where people are asked to be the eyes and ears and all of that. If somebody puts something on a WhatsApp group, for example, and it can happen, a registration number of a car Mm -hmm. to the group, and the information turns out to be wrong, and the person who was driving that car was not engaged in any form of criminal behaviour, could you be in deep doo-doo?
0: Um we 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 haven't seen we haven't seen any evidence around any of this, Joe. We haven't seen people coming to us with, with uh, concerns such as that. Um in circumstances whereby people are putting up and I suppose you do see it in the context of social media on a day to day basis where people are putting up information um, where they are identifying other individuals, um, whether that be correctly or incorrectly, they're doing so. You know, again, what what would be expected here would be that information is removed straight away. Information no, that's all very
1: well and fine, though, Graham. But the point I'm making is, if for what for some reason, and it can happen to all of us at different times, yeah. we end up driving in a particular area of Limerick at a time of the night that you wouldn't necessarily expect it, and somebody sees me in my car. And decides to put up oh, my registration on a WhatsApp group to the community. Uh, watch out, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, depending on the message, I tell you one thing: I wouldn't be overly impressed. No, I,
0: I, I, I hear what you're saying now. And um, in terms of, in terms of, from a data protection perspective, it's personal data that can identify an individual. So, if in the circumstances you've got a situation whereby somebody has put up a registration plate, my registration plate, as I'm driving through an area. Um, and they are identifying me, um, and they have absolutely no legitimate reason for doing so, well, absolutely, somebody would have a case to come to us um, and, and make a complaint that it's being done. However, these quite often, as you know, these are issues that are quite often brought to the attention of the, the guards because it's in the context, as you say, of a neighbourhood watch scheme or or, or or so forth. Um but again, it's all of this, I said it already, all of this is context-driven. It depends on the circumstances of any individual case, Joe, as to as to what the the appropriate remedy is. And not all of it is data protection. Well,
1: I've got to be honest, I mean, excellent advice this morning. I think you did a great job explaining uh, the um, subtleties of it. But I'm left at the end of it, just as an individual, going, hmm, not sure, not sure at all. I think maybe the GA have had have this one spot on.
0: And as I said, the GAA, the decision that they've taken is a decision that they've taken at the end of the day having had regards to their data protection obligations, but the decision they've taken according to their own data protection officer are for reasons beyond just data protection, which is to do with the actual moderation of the content, yeah. which is actually what you were speaking about
1: there. Well, that's true. But all it, of it does fall within the likely and potential downsides of the use of things like WhatsApp groups.
0: Well, in these circumstances, that's it. Well, that's exactly what we're speaking yeah. about. So, obviously, that's what the GAA have, 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 that's the, the concern that they have um, in relation to the decision they've made. I think actually, WhatsApp, if I if I recall correctly, I think that WhatsApp uh, have almost welcomed the fact that the GAA have taken the privacy, um, the pr- a very privacy focused decision. Um, you know, if any organization out there or any individual who's looking to do something like this out there has concerns because, I, you know, I'm talking about from a data protection perspective um, consent issues, but this is very serious. As you, you've, you've raised some very, very good um, points there in relation to different scenarios um, whereby there are, there are real concerns for individuals out there. So it is a serious, serious issue. Um, so for an organization, your starting point is to assess for yourself, what the risk is to you as an organisation for processing the data in the way that you're doing so. And if you've got concerns like the GAA did or like anybody else may have, if you've got concerns and you don't think that these are concerns that you can actually uh, surmount or you don't believe they're concerns that that you're you're willing to take on, well then absolutely you're perfectly within your rights to make the decision that the GAA made.
1: Okay, right, this is very interesting. Thank you so much. Uh, I think that has alerted people to things that maybe they haven't thought about before when using WhatsApp groups or or similar um, devices. Uh, Graham Doyle, Deputy Data Protection Commissioner...